Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five, the podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts Q and Jay dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. Feel free to yell at your speakers when we ignore your favorites, or you could just tweet at us with your choices, like an adult. Now, let's join Q and Jay in the writer's room as they dive in. Fair warning. This podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but at this point, that's really your fault. And now, on with the show. Choice. I make a lot of choice. Yeah, that's exactly uh, that's exactly the vibe that I'm going for. One thousand, one thousand percent. You're giving, uh, off the, you're giving it off. I love the strong vibe. It's like a mane. It's so and I feel looking. good. I feel like it I want to nestle. I want to build a nest in it and like curl up and like just, nuzzle just on the top of your head. You can walk around like put a hat over me so I can stay nice and cool. Um, yes, but yeah, I want to nestle in the hair. I if it if it I uh, see last a night pop out <laughs> of Why my hair acting like Richard Gear. <laughs> it would be so cute if you just had a little hamster. Was a like, cute you. little. <laughs> This is my little naked mole rat. He lives in my <laughs> hair. This is where I keep my flying squirrel. <laughs> His name is Cecil. I um, thought you were going to say Alan. I was really hoping you were going to name him uh, Alan. Alan! 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 Um, <laughs> Alan! That, Alan! You know what? That should be, that's going to be the gif on this episode, is you need Alan! to find a gif of Alan! the... Alan! Alan! <laughs> I I'll date myself if that's an internet dating thing. That's still one of my favorite videos that exists on the internet. Is that oh, British people dubbing the Same. thing? You yeah. move, oh. move, you move. I like the <laughs> daytime, nighttime, daytime, nighttime. <laughs> I like no Steve, 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 Steve. And a little like moonwalking bird that's like and Alan Tudjik would be so proud of us. He really would. Dude, he would I'm gonna be honest, he would be great as all of those characters, and we would probably never know that he was them. Correct. No, he would we wouldn't. Alan Tudjik is like the uh, the actor version, like the on-screen actor version of Frank Welker, like he, right. oh my god, he is a lot of things, and also a lot of things that you would have no idea that he was, and also he's the animated voice actor version of Frank Welker. Weirdly, at <laughs> yes, turns out Alan Tudyk is Frank Welker. Frank Hot Welker, take. they are the same person. Frank was like, his agent came to Frank Welker and was like, Frank, listen, everybody knows you as like Barking Dog from Space Jam, uh, Scooby-Doo, but here's the problem. You need like a brand refresh if you're going to be on screen. So we need a new name. And he was like, well, I have two dicks and I really love that hilarious animal with British voices like video meme that's going around so how about just alan two dick and they're like and they're like you can't no. call him two dicks and he's like all right how about tudjik and they're like all right that's <laughs> and they're that's like fine that's high like a five real should we high five 
High five! High five! High five! High five, son! Woo! High five! Don't let me hang it. <laughs> every, every time. Did you guys, at least on the episode that I wasn't here for, did you guys at least get that better? And no. we actually talked about it. We got it worse and we made fun of ourselves for it. Yes. Nice. Like, Excellent. You and I are on the same mental counter wavelength. So you and I are almost like, yeah, we got it. And that then- one that one was actually way closer than what we did in the two episodes. Yes. That's awesome. That's even more impressive. Uh, but not as impressive as Frank Welker's oeuvre. Uh, speaking of which... Uh, this episode will chronologically come after an episode that I was not a part of. So I just want to say thank you guys so much for holding down the fort. You did an amazing job. We had uh, a party in the fort, and we luckily were able to clean it up before your parents got home. Correct. I, I appreciate that. Um, we did break still... a pause, but there was a wacky adventure to get it back. <laughs> Together? Like to super yes. glue it back together. It's just yes. like <laughs> the pieces got scattered across the city. We had to go yeah. on a wacky, just like mm-hmm. adventure. There was a homeless person that came and helped. Yep. Whole thing. Yep. Carrie Walker was involved for no reason. How dare he predict our whole our whole adventure there? I'm it's just like, like you. Obvious at all. It's we're we're so happy to have you back from your adventures. Um, yes. So. Welcome back. Jay and Mia, it's nice to be here. It's nice to address all of our fivers that are listening that were concerned, that were like, oh, Mm -hmm. God, I hope Q is okay. We got letters. I know. They weren't about you. People were like asking, like, you know, for subscription advice, like movies. Um, People were like, cease and desist. Yes. Yeah. They're like, stop looking for Q, cease Mm -hmm. looking for him, desist. Yeah. Um, They were all murder he's a part of. We're not allowed to know about it. I was sending, I was sending letters. I was like, guys, stop. (laughs) I'm gone. Leave me alone. (laughs) Stop calling me. I told my assistant to not tell you where I was, which is why you're tied to that chair. We recently found out you even had an assistant. I know it's crazy. Everybody's like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> me?" <laughs> Which would just added a whole nother la- level of confusion. You're yes. like trying to talk to yourself to give yourself to give yourself information but it's, about but where it's I client, am. It's client <laughs> confidentiality. I, I'm, I'm yeah. my hands are tied. Me, it's true. It is true. So there, there it is. Uh, speaking I'm just of like there, a it whole is things in this. I'm just like Tudia King all over it. That's and that that's a perfect segue. That's exactly what I was going to say. We're here today to celebrate the man, the myth, the legend, Alan Tudyk, right? Like this oh, dude, yeah. this dude was so funny is when I was talking to Haley about this episode, um, I told her, I was like, we're going to do a top five Alan Tudyk roles. And she was like, who is Alan Tudyk? And I, sh- I, sh- I was like, don't worry. When I show you a picture, you will instantly know who he is. And I showed her a picture. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I know exactly who he is. And that is so funny because there's a documentary that came out a while back called the That Guy in That Thing. Yes, mm-hmm. I love that guy that from that thing. I um, love that documentary. And I feel like if there has ever been a character actor that more fits that, it is Alan Tudyk. Like, that is not in any way a slight to him because no. he's prolific. He's in tons of projects. He's absolutely fantastic nearly every single time. But for some reason, he exists on, like, the outer rim of public consciousness. He you know really what does. I mean? Yeah. Like, he... 
he kind of floats in this like people who are like pop culture fanatics such as ourselves we know right. him by name we're like alan tudgick like yes we know him definitively yeah. but your av- everyday layman you ask and you're like hey what's your favorite alan tudgick movie and they probably will have a <laughs> response similar to the Haley, which is who is alan tudgick <laughs> do you mean but- alan rickman they and would if also that's the have case, the same Snape. response of seeing a picture. They would have that exact same response of like, totally. oh, of course I've seen that guy. Oh, I've seen him like, in a ton of stuff. And and it's he he is one that also exists in a weird frame of you can show someone a picture, but you could also point to like, here are nine movies that he was a voice actor in. And they're like, oh, I've seen every one of those, and I love that. And I love that he's in them, and I had zero idea about that. And I think that's one of the the most interesting <laughs> aspects of him is that, like, one, I think he's instantly recognizable. So he's, like, right in the cultural zeitgeist. Yes. Oh, for sure. And some people have very strong <laughs> connections to him because of, like, singular properties, which I don't want to sure. get into because I feel like they'll be on people's lists. Definitely. but. I mean, but there are specific characters that I'm like, that is him. Like, that's Alan Tudyk. And I'll segue into the question I want to ask you guys. He has seemed to just be around. When was the first time you took notice of an Alan uh, Alan Tudyk performance? Like, it doesn't have to be, don't like spoil anything like maybe on your list. But Hmm. like, when was you like, oh, that's a thing. I'll start. My first I, one was Dodgeball. That was mine. Oh, as the a pirate. pirate. I, there's the first yep. time I was like, that guy is hilarious. I want to yep. see other things that guy has been in. And then I looked it up and I was like, my goodness, I've seen him in other things already. It was the I pirate think, from Dodgeball. I think for me, it was uh, Knight's Tale. Uh, oh, I think a Knight's right. Tale was the first time because it was like him and Paul Bettany we're like friends with uh, Heath Ledger's main character or whatever. And he played kind of a weird character in that. I don't, I don't remember the role very well. Obviously it's not going to be on my list, Uh, but I remember seeing that movie. Mm -hmm. And first off, like, I don't care what anybody says. I have a love for a Knight's tale. Like that is a weird, like good, bad movie. Like it is exactly what it wanted to be, and I respect yes. it for that. Now, whether it's or not fun. it's like a favorite of mine, it is very tolerable and it is very watchable. And sure. it's fun. Like everyone in it, I enjoy doing their thing. Exactly. Uh so that would probably be it for me. And then, you know, after that, I just it's kind of one of the it's like a magic eye poster. Yeah. Like once you see Alan Tudyk, you can never unsee Alan Tudyk. Yeah. So you see him sure. start popping up in everything. You know what I mean? You're like, oh shit, Alan Tudyk. Oh well, shit, okay. Al- Alan Tudyk. F- Follow up question: mm. What is the role that you were the most surprised to find that he did? I, I'll also I can't I can't tell you that. Oh, is that because, because it's, it's part of your list? It's gonna be it's gonna be on my list. Minus. It's not. It's not on my list. It's mine's not on my list. Mine was the, the the fact that he voiced the chicken in Moana. Yep, that's mine. Hey, oh, hey, sure. like, hey, hey. What? Why? And it's so great. It was like exactly Frank Welker, but exactly like Alan Tudyk isn't in all the Disney movies, so he has to be in this one. He's the chicken. Mm-hmm. I love it. I and it, but I was just like shocked. I was like, why in the world? 
It is that. It, why was it that? But I love it. I would love I would love to ask him that. We should ask him that. We should petition. Okay. Listen, Alan, we know you listen to the show, right? A huge fan. You've been writing to us for years. Alan Five Please come on High Five the Podcast and talk with please. us. Let's yes. let's find out. As, let's discuss your hey, roles. Hey. Clearly, we have mad respect for you. We're doing an entire episode dedicated to your oeuvre. So let's oeuvre. let's jump on this. Hop on the phone with us and let's <laughs> chat. Hey, hey, let's say hey, hey to hey, 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 uh, hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey, it's Jay. Uh, but hey, hey, I feel like so just to clarify before we get into the list, because I feel like we're tiptoeing around it and we're dangerous. We are. Close. We probably should start. I will have to ask. So one thing that we defined and it's in the title of the episode, which is that these are the top five Alan Tudyk roles. These are not mm-hmm. necessarily the top five Alan Tudyk movies, right? No, so no. this is any TV, any television show or voice movie. acting movie okay. role. Yeah. Okay. Co-star. Like he could be a bit part in a movie. I'm not saying this is on anybody's list, but like if you just love his role as the agent and knocked up, then you can be like his role in knocked up is my number one i don't know why you would but it could be that doesn't have to be okay. like a starring vehicle or movie it could be literally anything anything mm-hmm. he has done <laughs> it could be any leonardo dicaprio role <laughs> it could be any denzel washington performance one yep. right okay perfect excellent well Great. with that criteria in place <laughs> i say we list This is where we make a list. The list. Three, two. All right. I'm excited to dive into this one because I'm also curious as to like where our Tudyk like interests fall. You know what I mean? Like we already tend to have like a wildly varying list. Sometimes Jay, you and I tend to be somewhat on par, but Mia, you tend to like always surprise me, which I love. So that said, I am dying to know what your number five Alan Tudyk role is. There's an Alan Tudyk drum roll for you. I think you have to do it like a wacky hey, boy. Like, hey. You have to do like. My number five uh, is Wash from serenity specifically specifically serenity because i didn't even know firefly was a show when i watched serenity because i watched serenity as yes i watched serenity as a child my family took myself and my sister on to see it and uh i found out oh god i found out later in high school that firefly came first was a show and then well, you're serenity. just like, hey, let's go see this sci-fi movie. I honestly and I loved it. it. The funny thing is, I think if I remember correctly, and Q, I know you actually watched Firefly, correct? Okay, yeah, for sure. I <laughs> when that movie came out, I think that movie box office suffered spectacularly because of exactly what Mia said: is a bunch of people went to see it thinking it was a fun sci-fi movie, not mm-hmm. realizing it was connected to a television show they hadn't been watching. And I yes. really think it hurt some of the reviews and the initial box office. 
I will say this though, and this is it was an interesting take on a movie in general that I've never really kind of seen before, and that is that um the movie kind of did like a redux of the television show. So it's huh. not like so they had like the TV series and it it's short. I think it was like 12 episodes or something like yeah. that. Um and the movie, instead of being like just a direct continuation of where the show picked up, it's kind of both. It was like a hybrid of like a recap and also a continuation. So you can you so your introduction to fire or to serenity is totally acceptable like it functions as a standalone movie because it recaps some of the important story points and not even like in a recap way like they just kind of happen again like it's it's Hmm. almost like evil dead 2 versus evil dead 1 like interesting it's like a sequel but it also kind of rehashes the things from the first movie it's a pre if that makes sense it, well, k- kind of. It's like I don't know what other word to use. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know no, that there is a good one. Point. Yeah, there may not like, be. I mm. think I think Evil Dead Two is the only other movie that I know of that has done that. Yeah, kind of thing where they're like, we're gonna make a sequel. We're gonna call it a sequel. It is kind of a sequel because it continues past where we left off, but it also is gonna kind of redo the events All from the first one. As but we're well. going to change a the recall. tone very dramatically. A, a requel? A requel. I, yeah. I yeah. mean, we've Redoes called them re-be- and a re-be-quels. Yeah. Re-be-quels. <laughs> We've called them requels in the past when they like reboot sequel something. Oh, okay. Okay. So sure. requels. I think, but I feel like this is almost stuff. like a different even yeah. level. It is. Because it's not technically a reboot either. Because it's a just requel. like. Just like with Evil Dead, it's the same actors. Yeah. Like it's everybody is in the same sequel. role. It's yeah. a requel. It's it is a requel. I hashtag requel. Yeah. That is coined by Mia exclusively on High Five the Podcast. It's a you requel. You have to pay us money but, when you use it. But that said, I did watch Firefly, and what's funny mm-hmm. is um when Serenity came out. I didn't I had been relatively removed from Firefly Firefly at that point. I wasn't like Mm -hmm. a huge diehard. I just kind of watched it as it was airing. Um, I honestly forgot, like I didn't realize that it was a continuation or that it was tied Uh. to Firefly. (laughs) Like when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, that seems like a kind of a badass Joss Whedon sci-fi movie. That's exactly what I was referencing. Like, I think they did that on purpose. Like, the trailer was not like, and for fans of Firefly, you've seen him. See Wash (laughs) on the big screen. It was like, here's a brand new thing that no one's ever seen. Please come see it. Exactly. So I'm into that. Can I ask um, what endeared you? So we've talked a lot about the movie, but -hmm. what endeared you to his character of Wash? Like, what was it that because I feel like especially what you should do if you if you love that character, you should go back and watch Firefly because the Wash character only gets better with the addition of the television series. Okay. Okay. so. On the list, on the list, gonna watch it. I okay. 
I just loved everyone in that film. I loved every character. That's why it's still like if it played today, I would watch it and I would shut everybody else up who was walking around in the house. I don't want to hear anything else. I just want to watch this movie. <laughs> um, sure. So it was more of I, since I love every character, it felt right. Why sure. not? Why not? He just kind of gets added in there. Yeah, 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 exactly. I get that. I totally the other, get that. The other roles that I picked, I specifically enjoyed his performance as these characters. But when it came, that's why it's number five. When it came to Serenity, I just loved everything so much. He was included. Well, and I'll say, you know, and I'm kind of the, the outsider on this one. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I saw Serenity. I wasn't a huge, like, uh, and it, Serenity's not on my list, but, um, you know, I uh, I saw an episode here and there of Firefly, you know, and, and but the character, Alan Tudyk's character seemed to transcend that show. Like, I yes. knew about Wash. I knew about Alan Tudyk, even though yeah. I wasn't a Firefly watcher or it was almost like Spock from from yeah. star trek even if you didn't watch star trek you knew who spock was right and sure you knew kind of that he was a big deal and sort of what he was like you know i knew that wash was an like a an unrelenting romantic and i knew that he was like wacky but you know but very talented That's and all like sure. i knew all of that and i never really watched the show so yeah his performance transcended that universe a bit and that that's impressive I think that's that's a perfect way to sum that up. I I yeah. love that. Um, well, interesting. So since you didn't watch Firefly or mm-hmm. Serenity, Jay, what is your number five? Because clearly it won't be that. No, it won't be. It's not Serenity. Um, I my number five is one that I put on at number five. One because I do love it, and but two because I think more people need to find it and love it. And it is his performance of Ray Nearly in Con Man. Oh, you, sure. You watch Con Man. I watched some of Con Man. I did not oh, watch man. all of it. Just to be and totally honestly, honest, I feel like I missed out on a lot of what was great about that show because because I wasn't a diehard Firefly fan. But it's sure, the, uh, Con Man is a is a show that uh, Alan Tudyk both created and stars in. But it's oh. about an actor who played a bit part in a sci-fi show that lasted one season and now makes his living going to conventions and meeting diehard fans of that show. No way. And he is in it. And Nathan Fillion is in it yep. as the actor who went on to become super famous from, oh which is God. true because that is yeah. what happened. <laughs> yes. So it's so amazingly meta that that you you know how my love for meta comedy but it's so smart it's so entrenching and i think more people need to track it down and appreciate okay. what alan because he's basically like a love letter and hate mail to the con mm. circuit at the same okay. time sure. okay sure it's it's just it's wonder it's very very good and more people need to see it okay and I, his I, name is nearly and he's someone who nearly became famous it's hilarious Classic pun. Uh, yes. I will say that uh, that is an underrated show. Uh, it for me, the concept is brilliant. Alan Tudyk is brilliant, but for some reason, the show never really like. I it it didn't it yeah. didn't yeah it didn't strike me enough to like keep it in like to finish yeah. it as a series to be like oh I gotta watch all this. I would have enjoyed it maybe more as, and I know I'm sure we're getting like angry tweets as I say this, but uh, I 
probably would have enjoyed it more as like a movie or right, something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like a yeah. one and done. Like, haha, that was a clever idea. Funny. But um, I, I, and, and not that I, I actually agree with all of that. I I just love that he was behind every element of it. It's just it's a yeah. such a great vehicle for his talent as yeah. a, as a uh, performer. I'm totally on board with that. I will tell you that I almost wish now knowing who he is and that the meta-ness of that series, I almost wish, are either of you familiar with the movie? My name is Bruce. No, which is Bruce Campbell gets mistaken as his character of Ash Williams and a small town brings him to their town to fight the demons that are running wild in their town. And he's like, I'm fucking Bruce Campbell. Like I'm not Ash. I, oh, I don't no. know how to do this. It's super meta and super hilarious. I essentially JCBD would love follows a similar premise. Yeah. I would love to see a Tudjik version of that where like he gets kind of, kind of like the last Starfighter. He gets recruited. <laughs> he gets recruited because of his character of wash to like pilot, like galaxy quest pilot style the thing. to yeah. like yes. pilot a thing. And he's like, I'm not uh, this. Yeah. Oh uh, man. The thing Every character in Galaxy Quest is nearly perfect, but he should have been in Galaxy Quest. Oh, definitely. <laughs> it would have only made Galaxy Quest better. Like, it wouldn't have hurt in any way. At all. Uh, so my number five is actually neither of those. My number five is a probably less, even less recognizable role. Uh, oh. And it's my number five because I wanted to represent... Um, kind of, we've talked about the genre of Alan Tudyk roles that go mm-hmm. unnoticed, kind of like you mentioned, Hey, Hey, right? So yeah. my number five is Danger Boat from The Tick. Uh, Alan oh, Tudyk hey. is the voice of Danger Boat on the, yeah. and, and unfortunately, much like Con Man, the, t- the new Tick series was brilliant on Amazon. Stellar. It was fantastic. It was the cast was killer. It was well done. It was well made. It was hilarious and canceled after two seasons, which was a shame. Um, but he plays the, the autonomous computer controlled voice of a boat, like a high tech super boat, kind of like a kit from Knight Rider car. Amazing. Um, and he's just the voice of the boat and he's very like sardonic and it's very like sarcastic and he's very like quippy and it's really funny. It's really, really clever. Um, he also kind of acts like a mistress to the main character. Um, like he has feelings. Amazing. Um, oh. And his, he's if just anybody called can pull that off. It's Alan Tudyk. He's just yes. called danger boat. And it's really, it's really funny role. And so I just highly recommend it. But I think that's one of those that I didn't even realize, like while watching the series, I didn't realize that that was Alan Tudyk um, until, until later on. And then I was like, man, way to go, Alan Tudyk. Like (laughs) somehow you're able to bring like pathos to an, to an, to an autonomous boat. Like, I don't know how that works. Was that the one you didn't want to say earlier? Because it yes. was spoiled someone. Yes. Like, okay. Okay. Yes. When I was like, I, like I can't it. do that. It's my number five. But yeah, <laughs> my number five, Alan Tudyk as Danger Boat from The Tick. I love it. So Mia, right? Yes. What is what is one better than Wash from from Serenity? Specifically Serenity. Specifically Serenity. It's King Candy. My number oh. five is King Candy from Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> 
Or four. Sure. Sorry. Honorable mention for me. Honorable mention. Sure. He's great. I get that. As King Candy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I um that was another role that mo- well, my three and four were really surprising to me to find out. Um, but number four in particular, because I uh, all of my firsts with Alan were like I was seeing him doing the acting. I was sure. watching him do the stuff. So to find out mm-hmm. he could even voice act at all was surprising to me. Um, and then when I found out that he did King Candy, I was like, he did what? He did what? Yeah, well, I mean, he's essentially doing like an Ed Wynn. I was going to say, Mad Hatter is, I never even yeah. thought when I first saw, uh, I never even thought of it because he's like, hello, is this a thing? It's, it's so <laughs> Mad Hatter that I was just like, oh, Mad Hatter voice, well, without that, even thinking that there was a voice actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that actor is named Ed Wynn, who yeah. was the okay. voice of okay. the Mad Hatter in the original Alice in Wonderland. Um, and he was known for that was kind of his his thing. He kind of had a lisp and he talked like this. And oh, oh good. No. <laughs> um, it uh, so That's a fun voice I to totally do. I reto- it is a super fun voice. This is so fun to do. Maybe I'll just <laughs> do the rest of the episode like this. <laughs> well, my number four. My number four of Alan Tudyk movies. <laughs> 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 um, I will say the only mm. like you know, we like to talk on the show because we we're, we're like approving or accepting each other's choices. I yeah. will say the only put the only thing that would like Jay knock it down to an honorable mention to me is yeah. because of the fact that it appeared he was doing a take on a voice actor's voice so it wasn't necessarily like a role that he was like i'm gonna give it an alan tudjik spin he was like Mm. i'm sure they probably approached him and were like we need somebody who can sound like ed win can you do that because that's what we want for this character is kind of what it maybe feels like so that's Mm. that's my only negative that would keep it off of my list and did keep it off of my list q let me ask you a question if sure. you found out, and I actually don't know this, uh, but if you found out that he decided to do the voice like that to honor Ed Wynn because it was a Disney movie, would that sure. make it better? Probably not. Okay. Because oh it's still... Oh, you so no, harsh no, no. today. No, 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 no. It's, <laughs> it's great. I love you that You hate Alan Tudyk. It was a great Ed Wynn impression. But uh-huh. I think for me... I need like what made my list you were characters that are defined by Alan Tudyk. Like, okay. like that role could have been anyone that can do an Edwin impression. Mm. I got you. It could have been sense. Frank Welker. I don't know that it being Alan Tudyk. Totally. <laughs> and maybe it was because I'm still not sure that Alan Tudyk and Frank Welker aren't the same person. Um, but yeah, so that's my only ding. But like I said, not a, not a really a negative, just more of a like yeah. explanation of yeah. why it isn't on my list. Okay. I guess okay. uh, I I can actually segue from that into my number four because my number four is definitely a character that uh, that he is playing. Um, and it's again, Q, you won't be surprised that this movie is on my list. But my number four is his character of Tucker from D- Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh, sure. Sure. Um, Man, it is really picking movies I've never heard of before. Oh, Mia, let me tell you about this movie. because It's so great. I'm ready. 
it's uh, it's Alan Tudyk and and I forget the other actor's name right now, but Q, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. You go ahead. But they are basically hillbilly dummy guys who have bought a cabin in the woods to fix up. But Tyler I- Labine. Tyler Labine, thank you. Okay. He was in yeah. um, like uh, Sons of Tucson, if you ever m- remember that show. Um, but anyway, he was also on the show Reaper, if you ever watched. Yeah. That. Um, oh, but anyway. I, I am failing today. No, 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 no. Those are all like kind no, of okay. like underlying, like one and done do. shows. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. But anyway, they're like dumb hillbilly guys who are trying to fix up a cabin, but they meet a bunch of like college kids on the way to the woods, and uh-huh. it essentially becomes a reverse of a killer hillbillies in the woods movie and the college kids think that these hillbillies are out to kill them and they're not and the college kids just keep killing each other trying accidentally themselves accidentally trying to protect themselves from dale and tucker who were literally just trying to help them oh no and (laughs) it's hilarious Alan Tudyk plays basically a put upon guy who like he gets thrown. There is a moment where he's like throwing like pieces of wood into a wood chipper just to get him out. <laughs> I was going to say and the a, wood chipper scene. And again, a college kid runs up with an axe to kill Alan Tudyk because they think they're killers. The kid trips and throws himself head first into the wood chipper. Into the wood chipper. <laughs> and then Alan Tudyk is trying to pull him out. And then the cops pull up. And so he's like, it looks like he's stuffing this oh, body. No. So it's that type of movie. And it's it's hysterical from beginning to end. And he is amazing in it. And the character is amazing. And there's weirdly pathos, like pathos to it. Like you feel for the characters and you yeah. really want them to succeed. I kind and of feel just, like. It's great. Can I add, I think that may be what makes Alan Tudyk such, because that's kind of something we've said now on a couple of characters, and we're only two into the list. Mm-hmm. But I think whatever Alan Tudyk does as a character actor, he brings like a weight and an emotion to these characters who would often be very like two-dimensional kind of one note characters in any other person's hands. Can I Correct. can I give a very weird example of him doing that yeah, is not on my totally. list but like his performance in that weird sandra bullock 28 days later or 28 oh. days movie where he's like a, a gay german recovery addict or something at, like at the like uh what is what is that uh rehab the, the that recovery. she goes yeah, to in that movie yeah. <laughs> and he has like totally. a very long speech at the end of the movie about how people see people in recovery and it's like jesus you were like a silly one note sex character for most of this. And you're great. Yeah. And oh that's God. it. That I think that that's perfect because somehow he takes, and that's what makes him a standout actor in our mind. That's why we're dedicating an episode to him is because he can take these roles that in any other actor, character actors hands yeah. would just be like fluff. And he is actually like, okay, I'm going to take this role. I'm going to own it. And then I'm going to deliver like this performance underneath it. That can still be like silly, but is going to give you a fully formed character. Yeah. Um, subtleties of that man totally i love that i love tucker and dale versus evil i'm totally on board with that um my number four is another and i'm glad i think the pathos comment can help me roll directly into it it's another voice actor moment for him and i swear after this there is no more voice actor moments but 
this is another one where he brought pathos and emotion to a character that literally is a robot in K2SO <laughs> from Rogue One. Okay. I I cared about K2SO yeah. and there is a sacrificial moment that K2SO has in Rogue One that somehow managed to make me be sad for a robot. Like sad yeah. that a robot was going to die. Which and is and it's wild. Amazing. Um, so the fact that he can do that just through... I mean, I would put K2SO up there next to like a C-3PO Anthony Daniels performance like any day. Like it's mm -hmm. the only other robot that has really like... I thought mm -hmm. that robot has an arc in that movie, yep. which is wild. <laughs> and like I said, has that sacrificial moment has yeah. that kind of like, I will, I will help you yeah. escape. And it's and nothing against the actress of Phoebe Waller bridges. Like, I think she did very good in solo, in but solo. Movie, sure. It, that movie is lacking in compared to rogue one. And that robot performance is lacking in compared to what they did for K2SO. I couldn't agree more. Like the fact that he was that emotionless, robot that had a crazy arc crazy good right arc. Uh, it's um yeah very so very very strong agreement so that's why it made my 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 number four was you know like i said and it's a perfect segue from our conversation about him bringing pathos to characters that could have easily just been like mm -hmm. you know frank welkard if you will maybe that's how yeah. we know the difference Alan Tudjik really brings a next level compared to Frank Welker. <laughs> I guess I, I mean, cared I, about that, that. I cared about Michael Jordan's dog from space. I was, oh, <laughs> damn it. That was the joke I was about to make. Uh, 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 but yeah, that's my number four. So Mia, what do you got? What's your number three? My number three is Sonny from iRobot. Oh shit! Very, I forgot nice. about. <laughs> I forgot he was sunny. You want to talk about Bezos? You want to talk about giving me feels? This character literally had feelings while everyone was telling him, "No, you don't." This character was was Man. trying to embody all that was human when humans were telling him, "No, you can't." Um, his creator was like. I designed you to be special and everyone was telling him, no, you weren't. And it's just, <laughs> he's arguing against that the whole time, proving it and proving it and proving it um, against a character, the perfect, the perfect uh, antithesis to him. Someone who <clears throat> saw the, not the bad in robots per se, but the flaws. Who had his doubts. Yes, the flaws that they had that humans make up, which was masterful in its own way, because robots are designed to be, quote unquote, perfect because humans are imperfect. Their logic is sound. They're created in such a way. But it took the human to be like, no, they're missing the one element that makes humans better. And all, all you're, that. You're on, a, just... you're on a Will Smith kick lately. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I Robot is it, I I, I dig that movie. I dig I Robot. Yeah. I I remember when it I came out. To... I know 
rewatch it? It's yeah. yeah I would. I don't. I give it I a rewatch. Barely remember. Can I just ask this? Was Shia LaBeouf in that movie? Yes, he was, and he was talking about messing with the honeys. Like, yo, man, let me get it. Okay, and so Will Smith is just so, like, can you not? So remember, okay, remember Shia LaBeouf in Constantine as Keanu Reeves' yes. assistant? It's basically the He's same that role, exact right? exact same character. Yeah, exactly. And I think it was like the same year, too. They were like really like, hey, Shia LaBeouf, plucky sidekick. And then he was like, hey, no, 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 no. I am a danger to women. And it was different. Uh-huh. Um, I need to, and, I need to go back. I need to go back and watch this. Oh, and it was okay. So I thought I I remembered. I remember this movie because I got on a really big Alex Proyas kick for a second. The director Mm -hmm. who directed that movie. He also did Dark City, which is like one of my favorite, like underrated sci-fi movies ever. Dark City is great. Dark City is awesome in an episode. Yeah. He also did The Crow, which is a Mm -hmm. awesome, like 90s movie. Um, he did um there's another one uh i think he did fuck what was it oh he did that movie with nicholas cage ne- not next but it was another like <laughs> it was about the end of the world um hmm. uh, uh it's a oh shit knowing <laughs> which knowing. which i will i will go on record saying knowing is a good movie like is that the, I is that the one where really he's got the crazy enjoyed. forehead? He's no. got the crazy like long hair, no. or is that next? Nope, nope. Knowing that's next. Knowing okay. is the one where his son is like essentially like tapped into some <gasps> sort of code that is in predicting the that. end of the world. And the and like, girl who does the same thing. Yes, and they okay, have like a scientist, I, I, okay. and they're like they're trying to like decode one. shit. I so high I recommend say, for knowing high recommend for Dark City for those who haven't watched. Low it. recommend for his Gods of Egypt. That movie is trash. Yeah, that movie is garbage. That movie is so straight up garbage. Super low recommend for Gods of Egypt. <laughs> yeah, he he's he's an interesting cat. Like he's got a a uh, a really good like directorial filmography. But then he is he kind of did a Tim Burton where like his movies. There's another one, too, that his it just kind of like sucked. Maybe that was it. Was that his last movie was. I'm looking right yeah. now. I was his Gods last of Egypt. movie. Gods, Gods, of, Gods Egypt, of Egypt. That like ended his career. They were like, and no more. Um, yeah, it looks like he's just done like short films since then. Uh Knowing was right before that. I Robot was right before Knowing. Dark City, The Crow. Yeah, that was it. So he had a string of like good movies. Knowing, I guess, if compared to the rest, was kind of like on the downtrend. And okay. then, yeah, Gods of Egypt is just straight garbage. Don't Who watch was that. In Gods of Egypt, uh, the um, Nikolai Coster Waldau, okay, yep, wasn't no, he from Game it. of Thrones? I've seen it. And they're like bigger than everybody else for no reason. And it's, oh, it's, it's not there. good. Yeah, I remember it. Not good. Um, but iRobot, solid choice. I really Thank like you. that. I'm glad we got to talk about iRobot. That's yeah. something Here's I never a, get to do. You know, Q, I'll put on movies like Go to Sleep every now and then. 
Sure. I made the mistake of putting on iRobot like three or four months ago and ended up staying up until like one in the morning watching it. Because I was like, I'm in it. I I thought I would just be able to like ignore this and go to sleep. But no, I'm going to watch iRobot I'm going to watch it. Nice. Uh, Speaking of things you can't ignore, Jay, what is your number four? Okay. Or number three. So sorry. Number three. Okay. So my number three is... Is I'm going to reference a show. There is a particular performance that he's throughout the show. And okay. it's newer, but my number three is Harley Quinn and him as Clayface. Oh, sure. I still have he, to watch he, that. He also does Joker, and he also does Condiment Man, and he does a handful of characters throughout Jesus. the show. But his performance as Clayface is, it's so astounding. It's so, because he's playing Clayface, you know, Clayface is the failed actor, but he's playing him as actor, and what is my motivation, and I'm going to morph into this, and now I am a waitress, hello! And it's so funny, and he is playing multiple characters through his Clayface, and it's one that you and IQ have talked about how we I was about to say, yeah, of Clayface as a standalone film, and I think when we Dreamcast... It I we dreamcast Alan Tudjik as yeah. Clayface. Yeah. Uh, and so this to me, it just it I know it's a newer performance of his. I know it's one, I think there's only been like two or three seasons, but man, it is every bit of the shows that he's in are fantastic. And I could say the same thing for Ron Funches, but we're not. It's not an episode about Ron, it's an episode about Alan. <laughs> and he is fantastic. As King Shark as Clay. As Clay. Oh yeah. King Shark is amazing. But yeah, so that's my number three is uh, just his performance in Harley Quinn, specifically Clayface. But honestly, I'll—I mean, props to his Joker as well because doing an animated Joker voice in the style of Batman the Animated Series, which this mm-hmm. animation style of Harley Quinn curbs from, to follow Mark Hamill's performance and be any sort of credible is very impressive. And he holds his own as the Joker in that show. It's not in it a sure. lot, but when he's in it, he's very good. He is very good. I will agree with that. And Mia, have you watched the Harley Quinn series? Nope. I'm real sad. Oh my god. Dude, you should be. You should be. You are sleeping on one of the best animated series ever, maybe. (laughs) In in like the DC, I'm being totally honest. In the DC pantheon of like animated series, I would I would put Harley Quinn up there. With like mm-hmm. Batman the animated series for me, so like I, I love Batman the animated series. Harley oh, Quinn is a very different is a very different thing, but okay. like equally as creative and inventive, and like a perfect take on that character, like and the world that surrounds her. Like the whole the whole lens of Harley Quinn as a TV series is viewed kind of like through how you would imagine Harley Quinn sees all the people around her. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. Um, so everybody is like much sillier versions of themselves. Uh, and it's but amazing. It, it's, funny. it's really good. Okay. And, okay. Uh, and uh, I know you called out Ron Funches, but Tony Hale on that show as well uh, is we- <laughs> As uh, fuck, I can't even think of his name right now. Uh, um, uh, Dr. Psycho, Doctor, yeah, Dr. Psycho, Dr. Psycho. is awesome. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. and man, I uh, we just watched the episode recently where Dr. Psycho takes them to Dark Side or takes them to Apocalypse. It's see, speaking to Tony Hale on his game, oh, that episode's amazing. 
it's so good it's such it's so good um well that on my list that teased me up for my number three so my number three is actually one that we've referenced already on this list dun 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 my number three is wash from firefly and serenity nice I love the character of Wash and to not spoil the movie, Jay, have you watched Serenity? I haven't watched Serenity. Well, okay. no. All right. I would suggest at the very least, you don't have to go watch Firefly, but watch Serenity as a movie. It like mm-hmm. it. And I know Josh Whedon is a fucking tool bag. Yeah. But right, 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 at right, the right, time, right, right. at the time before we were alerted to his tool bagginess, uh, it it is what put him on the map for me as a director. Like I was like, wow, this dude has a vision and like executes a really beautifully shot yeah. sci-fi film. Like it's it's really well done. And that's why when they announced that he was going to do the Avengers, I was like, oh, one thousand percent. Like I, I it's a yeah. it's an ensemble. Serenity mm-hmm. is an ensemble movie. And it deals with some heavy special effects, and so does Serenity. And, um, but yeah, Wash, the character of Wash, and I don't want to go to get into spoiler territory of what happens in Serenity, but his character, when coupled with his character portrayal through the television series, <laughs> has an amazing arc. And I know you talk about mm-hmm. his character being a romantic, um, and his character really is. And is like a genuinely good guy. And mm-hmm. his character goes through something in Serenity, which just like it just pulls pulls the heart out of your chest. Um, and I think without him <laughs> in that role, I don't know that that would I don't know that that would be the case. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Once yeah. again, I think. I think the role of Wash, if cast with any other just kind of like character actor, right, may have just been a, you know, uh, uh, Bradley Cooper in Alias, uh, right. just just kind of like a goofy that's, sidekick. That's who a good you... point, though, because Bradley Cooper's not a bad actor. He is able no. to do that. But like that character doesn't bring that he has the same weight that same gravitas and so i think alan tudjik he really elevated the role of wash and made it you know a like you said like a character Mm -hmm. that's recognizable outside of the firefly and serenity lore you know he goes into spock level territory yeah um so yeah so that's my number three is wash I love it. Strong Firefly and Serenity. Yes. I am I'm excited is. to see what everyone's two and one is gonna be now because we've already gone through a handful that I thought were pretty strong. Yep. I know I am as well. I'm super pumped. So I say let's hear from some commercials. Let's come back and let's discuss the top two dick of our lists. Top two jick tajik. Two two ta 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 A secret ingredient is hate. And I said, that's not my elbow, that's my bassoon! Pygmy puff? More like pygmy enough!
<laughs> it may smell like butter, but trust us, it's not. You can find us right off of Highway 90, right next to the used sock suspender emporium. Tingle tune. All right. Okay, I'll stop now. Ta-ta. Titi. Ta-ta for now. Tattoo dick for now. Do you think uh, he says that when he leaves rooms? He's like, tattoo dick. Bye-bye. You know, you know what's hilarious is when we do eventually air this on YouTube, people are just going to watch Mia chow down on a strawberry and it's going to be awesome. And I love Mia. How We're you like shy? So you like shied away from the camera. Like, oh, if I'm like over here, people can't see me. Well, I, no, it's more. I don't want you guys to like hear me. Hear me chewing all of you. So, no, we need that. No, we need that ASMR. That's right. Oh we we need we need that audience. High five, strawberry hard. eating. People are not here to listen to us talk about movies. They're like, man, me is eating that strawberry again. I'm into it. Uh, uh, so yeah, so this is it. Speaking of Mia, put you on the spot. It's time for your number two. Your number two jick. What do you got? <laughs> My number two jick is K2SO. <gasps> oh, yeah! Yay! Yay! Nice. <laughs> boop, boop. Well, why? I'm guessing for talked about it already, already, but why? For literally the exact same reasons that you said, which is why I was like, oh no, he already said everything. What am I going to say when it's <laughs> no, my <that's> turn? <laughs> you can just, just gush character. about how much you love it. <laughs> and I do. I love, look, sarcastic characters are my shit. Okay. Uh, his, his wittiness just, it was, it was a absolutely, if I could have eaten the performance and been filled that is a performance I would eat and be filled. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. So there you go. That's K2 as well. Oh, man. I mean, so dude, that was like, that was a fucking chef's kiss level compliment. Yes. Like that was so, that was so like elegantly where if I could eat that performance, I would be filled. Yes. I was, I feel like that's something like, that's something like a, a fucking like Oscar, like, uh, voter critic would, would say? say like a yeah. critic yes they would just be like if i could sustain myself alone upon alan tajik's performance well it oh, would give oh. me life and i would be fulfilled what's like, that, what's that movie guy what's that who who am i thinking of what's that movie guy who used to do that he would interview people it's like if you could ask god one question oh you're talking about inside the actor's studio yeah What's oh that guy's God. name? Oh, uh, fuck. I can't remember. You oh, need to look it up. But I will say fuck. my favorite question of his was if, if when you get to the when you get to heaven and you meet God, what do you what say? do you want God to say to you? Yeah. And like and then so many people like, were like, please tell me your answer. Tom Cruise. Right, Tom Cruise <laughs> like I don't believe in God, aliens, vicious. I hope he says my thetans are real sexy. <laughs> my thetans, James thetans, thetans. Oh, thetans. Uh, yeah, that's what. Not I hope thetans. he says thetans. He says Dianetics is the shit, Tom Cruise. <laughs> I wish I, God would have thought of that. <laughs> but James Lipton would be like, "Oh, your performance. If I could yeah. eat." your performance i would be filled <laughs> for a lifetime 
Thank you, Tom Holland, for Spider-Man. <laughs> that's my favorite if it's attached to roles that like don't matter like are super su- superfluous if it's like <clears throat> ben stiller your performance in what was the heavyweights was <laughs> truly transcendent <laughs> i think of when i think of sustenance if i could have liquidated your role <laughs> And sipped it through a straw as sustenance while I was starving, dying in the desert. I am here with Stephen Tobolowski, (laughs) Ned Ryerson from Groundhog Day. Where did you find Ned? (laughs) When, When you, if you could sit down and have a conversation with Ned Ryerson. What would he say to your soul? Uh, hey, no, neighbor, that's indeed. So, <laughs> that's so. That's so legit. My other favorite question. I know we're getting way off topic because we should be talking about K two S O. But uh, I also love that James Lipton always asked them also what their favorite curse word was. Yes, that's so he funny. Always did. What Do is you your guys favorite, have favorite curse, curse word? Uh, definitely. Oh, okay. What's your, what's yours? Fuck. Mine? That yeah. is also mine. Uh, I mean, I, I like th- fuck. Feels fuck, is, fuck, is so fuck can be used in any, and it can be attached to almost anything. I can call someone yeah, a it's fuck It's the most face. versatile. Now, yep. I could call you a fuck stick. You could have I me could. stuck in the fuckery. You could go fuck yourself. <laughs> what sort of fuckery is this? I, you could be a motherfucker. You could be a father fucker. It could be, <laughs> could be an adverb. Like, according to South like Park, what? you could be an uncle fucker. You like it doesn't be a fucking it, twat. Yes, that <laughs> just combines adverb, two great, two great curse I, words. I fuckly don't care. Quite <laughs> fuckly, I my it. dear. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I would love to hear oh, James God. Lipton be like, "If I could live on your performance, I would be fucking fulfilled." <laughs> it was. I would be fuck filled. It would be quite the f- Christopher Pratt. Your performance <laughs> as Andy Dwyer for Parks and Recreation was actually that one brilliant. It was fucking brilliant. To be it honest. was fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Oh man, where are we? What are uh, we talking so, about? K two S O. K two S O is where we left off. He is great. He is. He's incredible. He is great. And I love him. My favorite robot. Next is Sunny. They t- they tie for first, but I had to put the films in an order, you know. Totally get I it. Do. And even then, they're, they're just my favorite robots. So I I respect people. that. So. I um my my number two actually has already been mentioned, um, and it's been mentioned twice because my number two is Wash from Firefly. Ooh. What? <laughs> I know, surprise choice, way high on the list because me not having seen or watched Firefly. Here's the thing. It was because of what I mentioned earlier is that performance transcended that show so much that I am familiar with his love and romantic relationship and his character of Wash. And I know and understand and get the references that are you know made in con man about i just 
it is such a big and good performance that goes so far beyond Firefly that because I'm a fan of it and am not a fan of Firefly, it put it way high on my list yeah. just because I think it's just one of the best. Like to be that iconically involved in the creation of sustainment of and love of that particular character is very impressive, whether or not I'm a huge fan of the series. And now, because it plays so highly on your list, I require you to watch Serenity. I know. At the very least. I'm going to go back. Me too. You guys have gotten me really interested in seeing exactly what happens in that. It's very good. It's very good. I will say, if you want it to be even more impactful, I know it's more of a commitment, but watch Firefly first. 12 episodes, 12 hours of your life. 12 12 episodes I can do. Uh, but do that and then watch Serenity, even though, like I said, like we've discussed, even though it's a requel, it it really like no. it gives you that extra knowledge of of who Wash is kind of right. thing. Um, so I like that. I, I very much like that. Uh, my number two has also been discussed on this as well so this is going to be a fun list to put together because we've shared multiples just at different yeah. positionings my number two is tucker from tucker and dale versus- <laughs> it is one of my favorite movies and joe jay you 1000 hit why it could have been any other like stupid actor in that role and you wouldn't have cared like it would have still been a funny like slapsticky silly comedy sure but it it wouldn't like somehow in this r-rated gore fest of a like horror comedy alan tudjik even more than tyler labine and, and not you... anything tyler labine but i agree with no. you if it was him and anyone else it wouldn't be as staining exactly it takes what is essentially like let's be honest (laughs) tucker and dale versus evil is is like a one note joke you know what i mean like it's essentially just like let's the setup is we have these two straight men there's a misunderstanding and they keep getting themselves into silly predicaments just over and over horror movie but in reverse Right. And it some, it should be a 10-minute YouTube video that somehow works <laughs> spectacularly well in an hour and 20 minutes. And I feel like a lot of that falls on Alan Tudjik. I think having him as Tucker actually does make you care. You feel bad for these guys. Like and even even weirder, you don't feel bad for the teenagers that are dying. Like like you are at at certain points, I totally find myself. I'm like, you deserve to go in the wood chipper. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot. I fucking hate you. I love these the poor saps that you think are murderers and they're not, and you're ruining their lives. The scene cool. of him running from the bees and the slow oh motion of like them making eye contact in the woods before the kid accidentally like goes. It's so good. It is. It, it is, is so good. I feel so like yeah, so bits and pieces of this movie. As you guys keep talking, Mia, I'm like, I know you're not a horror fan, and it does have gore, 
Mm-hmm. But uh, it's silly. Gore, gore is fine. Yeah. But it's like over the top gore. It is silly. I highly recommend you watch it because I wouldn't even okay. like I hesitate to even call it a horror movie because it's really it's not. not like it's a comedy. It's a black comedy, if anything. Okay. That just happens to have horror elements because the story involves horror movie tropes. Okay. So yeah. it's Tucker and what? Tucker, Tucker and Dale, Dale versus Evil. Versus Evil. So good. And it's so funny. Of the teenager. <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. You'll have to watch the movie and find out. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's so great. Uh, so, yeah, so that's my number two. Uh, so, Mia, this is it. Yeah. This is for, for all of the two. This is all two dicks come down oh, to all single the dick. Alan Marbles. Okay. And his two dicks. What my, is your number one? My number one. Is Watt from A Knight's Tale? Hey! Oh, shoot! We shared so many on these lists. <laughs> I didn't even have A Knight's Tale on my list. Uh, but, but you talked about I know. it. Yeah. I, but I did talk about it because it was my first. So I completely am okay with this being your number one because it was my first introduction to him that made me go, I really like this, this guy. This guy, yeah, yeah. He was, I, I, I'm in love with that character's rebunctious and feisty and just d- the see there's this the dancing scene right where he's like I, w- I wish what's his name didn't dance like didn't dance so badly and punched him in the face and now now there here's uh oh god what the vision being like and yes. the one he <laughs> comes around me. with the- Paul Bettany <laughs> it's just I loved his character is just yes just he's delicious I I I am Love so it. fully on board with that. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, I think people should, if you haven't watched A Knight's Tale, go watch A Knight's Tale. It's yeah. a good time. You will it not be disappointed. You. Yeah. It might like, surprise you, if nothing it else. It probably isn't going to make people's like top five movies list of your life, but mm-hmm. you will go, you will come out of that movie being like, that was fun. I had a good yeah, time. Yeah, that was exactly that was an enjoyable, fun movie. I yeah. wanted him to have a love interest. That would have been extra <laughs> cute to see his feisty, just mean, aggressive character just being like a soft puddle for whatever female cotton fancy spinoff territory. Please, that, totally, most, totally. Most, most of the actors are still most well, of the actors are still around. That's yeah. Let's do it. Wood. Um, man. All right. Well, I'm going to continue the trend because my number one has already been mentioned. And my number one is K2SO. Oh, my God. And again, I'll I'll follow a lot of what you guys said. But Uh the reason he's my number one is because I until K2SO I thought C-3PO was it. I thought that was the droid of Star Wars. Mm. And, you know, R2-D2 and everything. But when K-2SO came on and competed in my mind with the performance of C-3PO and established it as like a canon droid, it's so impressive. I'm such a Star Wars fan and head and... 
his i love to your point mia i love sarcastic mm -hmm. characters but yes the fact that his emotion was stripped out and he was still a sarcastic character that was 100 percent <laughs> logical was fantastic it was just so good on every level and, and like you know there are just moments that i that i think back on in that movie when he comes in and he saves everybody from the grenade or whatever and he's like yeah you're right i should have stayed on the ship Bye. <laughs> it's so oh, good. It's, it's brilliant. And it's, it's just, it's one I could watch over and over and over again. And it, it checks all the boxes for me on kind of what I was looking for is one. It's a great performance Two, It's sort of hidden. It's not really, it doesn't feel like Alan Tudyk, but it's a thousand percent Alan Tudyk. Mm -hmm. It makes the movie better. Like without that performance, that movie is not as good. And that movie is pretty damn good. I and agree. so it, it and but it's a hundred percent something that Alan Tudyk did. So for all of those reasons, yeah, that was why it was my number one. Um, and Star Wars, I I fully support it. I love it. I'm in. Uh, my number one has not been mentioned on this list. I I am I am so excited to hear mm -hmm. what your number one is. And my is number it the Duke one, Wesselton. It is the Duke of Wesselton. No, uh, my number one is probably potentially. I know I've talked about it to both of you, but it's something that maybe neither one of you have seen. And my number one is Mr. Nobody from Doom Patrol. I was wondering if you were going to talk about it. I haven't seen Doom Patrol yet. Alan, Alan Tudyk plays what is essentially like the arch nemesis of the doom patrol he is the main villain in season one and he kind of pops up through the second and third seasons or second season i don't i can't remember how many seasons they've done i've watched them all but he plays a essentially what is like a normal downtrodden guy who is tired of being invisible he's tired of being nobody and he undergoes an experimental procedure to essentially make him a metahuman. Oh, and what it does is, is it makes him essentially om omniscient. Like he becomes like Dr. Manhattan level <laughs> of super powered and oh, is completely insane. Like, 1000% insane. He becomes like a Deadpool esque character in that he breaks the fourth wall. He is like aware of everything. He like makes things that are nonsensical happen. He is funny and scary and intimidating, but also endearing. Like it is all of the things that I think I'm Alan at a picture Tudyk, of how they've animated him, and he looks badass. He does look bad, so and this that's is animated. No, no, so, no. He's he's put like put together in a weird way. So he's oh, got oh, but oh, only oh, oh, sometimes. Like because okay. he is able to control everything, he can appear however he wants to appear. Um, oh, cool. But. He, it takes for me, it takes everything that Alan Tudyk does well, and it mm. puts them all into one character like you at certain points. You feel bad for this guy because you get backstory and you find out like who he is. And he's kind of this put upon guy and you actually like feel for him. 
Um, and then he makes you laugh because he, once he becomes super powered and he's like completely cuckoo bananas off the reservation, he mm-hmm. is super quippy and like fast and hilarious and weird. Um, and then he also, and I don't think you get to see it much, but he can like brood and be angry and like intimidating and kind of scary and unpredictable. And you get all of those things in this one character. So for me, Mr. Nobody is like the ultimate Alan Tudyk role, like outside of Clayface. It, which gives is another DC, room. another DC thing. He's killing it in DC. Totally. It gives him room to kind of like stretch as yeah. Alan Tudyk. He gets to play all of these different facets. I want to, I want to watch on this like, now. It's it's so good. You will not. Rec- I'm going to go through it after we finish Harley Quinn, which we're almost Do it. done with. It's it's so good. You won't you won't regret it. So, yeah. So my number one, Mr. Nobody from Ooh, Doom Patrol. Good. All right. So that's it, man. That brings us to the end of our lists. And now is the time when we take all of the things that we've agreed upon and some that we haven't. And we mash them together into our mecha top five so definitively say, without question k2so's on there and wash uh all and wash is wash. on there for sure um i really want mr nobody to be on there i know nobody's seen it so like i i would take it being at a low position but i i like can't accept it not being on there because of like i said all the reasons i said yeah. so I would be well, okay you and I with also like K2SO shared... being number one. Okay. Maybe because we literally had it at varying points. I had it at number four. Mia, you had it at number three, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, I had a number two. Yeah, and, and Jay, had you had it one. as number one. So I would say that earns a number one. Right. Uh, I would say that Wash should be number two because I had it at number five. Mia, that you had at number three? I had I had it at number five. You had Wash at number three. Oh, number three, and yeah. Jay, you had, had it at number it. two. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think that those two rankings, bumping them up, we both had Dale sense. and Tucker. Mm-hmm. Or Tucker and Dale. So I think that should be number three for sure, like without without question. So now uh, it's uh, four and five, which I think so, should be Watt and Doctor yeah. Nobody. Now, I was going to say what, because both of you guys talked about Knight's Tale, even though Kia wasn't on your list, but we we yes. referenced it quite a bit. So what is number four? And then Mr. Nobody is is uh, number five. I would okay with I would argue the other way around. I'm telling you, once you both watch Mr. No- watch Mr. Nobody and Doom Patrol, you're both going to be like, that should be my number one. That should have been number <laughs> one on the list. I pr- I'm OK I to promise bump it up. you. I'm okay to bump it up to number four, but I don't want to that. I know Mia had, uh, Mia, is that a concession that you can make with me? Will you watch doom patrol? I I will watch doom patrol. Okay. You won't regret it. It's It's really Mr. Not doctor, right? Mr. Nobody, Mr. Nobody. Okay. So that gives us our list then. It does. You ready? Yes. Our top five, Alan Tidjik rolls at number five we have what from a knight's tale at number four we have mr nobody what is what is the show uh, from, doom patrol. from doom patrol from doom patrol yep. 
Uh, we have at number three, Tucker from Tucker and Dale versus Evil. At number two, we have Wash from both Serenity and Firefly. Yeah. And yeah. at number one, we have K2SO from Rogue One. Man, that is a that is a solid list of movies that I like and TV shows. I could literally get off of this call right now and watch any of those and be yeah. like happy. Oh, be thrilled and have a great day. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. So I recommend everyone go do that right now. Go watch all of the TV series we just listed and all of the Woo-hoo. movies nonstop. Back non-stop. to back. Do it. All don't eat. Uh, don't eat. Don't sleep. Don't go to your work. Don't go to the, the bathroom only- either. You got to hold it. The only thing we do ask is that you make sure you visit project-nerd.com somewhere in between your viewing history. Now, you will not regret it because on project-nerd.com, you will find loads of podcasts, loads of video series, loads of blog posts for all the things that nerds need for that nerd nourishment like we talked about. If you want to feel fulfilled, if you want to feel whole, you need project-nerd in your life also one thing if you want to feel fulfilled in a giving way remember we do have a patreon and we would very much like you to give us all of your monies all of it we needy we wanty we poorie give me money money needy money uh and lastly don't forget to subscribe. If you're a new listener who's found us through Project Hyphen Nerd, subscribe to the podcast. I promise you will not be disappointed by the caliber of episodes that you will get from us week to week. We will surprise you, just like when you found out that Alan Tudjik voiced Hey Hey. Ah! We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at myfive at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E-T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast, on Twitter at high the number five the podcast, Instagram at high five the podcast, or on Letterboxd by searching high five colon the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? Farting your skeleton out of your body? (laughs) Maybe. See you next week. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut! Printed! What happens in the next reel? Cut! Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut! That's a wrap! That's a wrap, people! Now let's get the hell out of here.